And I can tell you from what we've heard, I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, home of the zestiest, funkiest, ooh, baby, I like it, like that takes, in a blunt's worth of time, three Knicks addicts, gonna give you that funniness, (laughs) Dougie Fresh, what's good? That is how, when I picture this team playing while I'm dozing off to sleep at night, that's what I see. What I saw tonight, even down to Clyde and Breen being just cooking tonight. They were on fire. They were on point, man. They, that was classic Breen and Clyde. Even a nice zesty dig at Breen. It was good. a nice, it was a wine and dine, bro. I felt wine and dine. I ordered the lamb chops in my mind. Mm. D-Boy, what'd you order in your mind? Year, year, some gymnastic, acrobatic, stuffing, huffing, harmonious offense, and impregnable defense. Year. Year. Yummy. That's tasty. Speaking of tasty, it's your favorite sad Knicks fan, Monty. Final score, New York 123, Atlanta 112. Walt suit, spody delicious. Looking like a sly cat out here on defense and offense. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. A career day for the Knicks leader. Let's give out these awards. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to the newly coronated king of the Knicks, Julius Randle. He had 44 points, 9 boards, 5 assists, and a career-high 7 three-pointers. The Garden of Dreams off-Broadway breakout performance goes to the Baton Rouge, Louisiana native, second-rounder Skylar Mays, who made his first three shots and finished with 11 points. The Valedictorian Award goes to R.J. Barrett for outclassing former Duke teammate Cam Reddish on his way to 21 points, including two fourth-quarter bangs. The No Soup for You Bowl goes to Nurlens Noel for his three blocks, two steals, and a nuts-hanging exclamation point dunk to put the game away for good. And the sad stat of the game? In a contest where Noel and Gibson combined for nine fouls, Obi Toppin still only played 11 minutes. Thomas Joseph Thibodeau Jr., born January 17, 1958, is an American basketball coach who is the head coach for the New York Knicks of the National Basketball Association. Tonight, he made the best decision of his coaching career. He usually rocks the mullet-style business in front, party out back by separating starters from bench. But tonight's lunch special combo of starters and bench, youth and vets, was just sweet and sour chicken to the eyes. RJ stepping into the moment for a... Bang! Quickly doing quickly things like always. Rose orchestrating, devastating. Noel standing in for Mitch with fire and fury and Juju with his first signature garden curtain call. Tom's looking at the man in the mirror. He's asking him to change his ways. <laughs> this day in Sad Nick's history, February 15th, 2017, Oklahoma City 116, New York 105. MVP Westbrook was the sun which all thunder activity orbited around. 
a 38-point triple-double in a season of triple-doubles. The Knicks were a um, super team, but OKC featured a young Oladipo and Jeremy Grant, having us all wonder what could have been with a little patience. Westbrook, though, doesn't play with any form of patience. All go, 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 get the fuck out of his way. Side the arc finds Randall. Randall, the layup off the glass is good. I think his career high has been 43 with New Orleans. Knicks have five to shoot. Randall tries a long three. That's good. Julius Randall from way downtown. On a night where Julius Randle was really getting it, and even I enjoyed watching him go off for 44, we got to pause and look at the man, the migraine, the legend that is the face of our team. He had seven threes tonight, the fourth time he's hit four or more this season. Add that onto the long list of career first for Randles with the assists, the free throw percentage, and all the other stats that are on par with starts from guys like Will and the Big O. He has always hinted at real talent, but he is playing like a bona fide number one. We're just one third of the way into the season, so I'm here to preach caution to all Knicks fans thinking this level of production is just the new normal for him. Be wary, my friends, especially of that max deal, for the decline is coming. I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop the entire season, and it hasn't. I've been wrong. I've been caught out here with my my willy in my hand. And I am not afraid to say it. Julius Randle, all-star nominee, of course. Uh, maybe he's found a niche as niche as a guy that's too quick for the larger men in the league and too bullyish for the stretch fours that we have out here. He's really come into his identity as the matchup exploiter. Tonight, he was using a variety of face-ups, post-ups, jumping off the catch with the three, off the dribble with the three. He really had it all working, and that versatility is what stands out to you this year. The jump is just huge, though, between the Randall of his first five years and now. And I do believe that some of that growth is permanent, but it bears the question, what does this mean for the rest of the next season? Can he keep doing? Well, he's not spinning into double teams anymore, which is a huge progress. I, I would say that one of the sticking points of his game right now that might stick around for a little while is the assist totals. He's really making quicker decisions when he's getting doubled, and you saw it tonight, and you just saw him being willing to move the ball on because he has a lot more confidence in the shooters around him, is a lot more confidence in his teammates and his coach than he did last year. You know the shooting's going to drop off, though. Julius Randle's not going to be a 40% top-of-the-league three-point shooter. I think that it's going to median out, and he's going to end somewhere around 35 or 36. But some of this production is going to slow down, and as we actually push forward and look at the Knicks building into a contender, I don't think anyone on this show will try to argue that Julius is the number one guy is going to win you a ring. Well, Julius is in the ideal situation right now. He started off the years with just trash Lakers teams. I'm sorry, Lakers fans, but trash Lakers teams. Then he was coming off the bench with New Orleans being a backup five, which is definitely not his niche. Behind Playing behind Marcus Morris didn't help him at all last year. And now 
he's finally in a situation where he's number one, but can the number one spot sustain where he is? He's getting paid twice as much as anybody else on this team at this point, but don't be surprised if in the next two or three seasons, he's playing in a Knicks uniform alongside somebody who's getting paid twice as much as him because the Knicks do not see themselves winning a championship with Julius Randle as the chief rocker. They see him possibly as a complimentary piece, and that's why I think they should absolutely rock with this option because it's an incredible value that they have to have him on a team option for $19 million after the year he's had this year. Absolutely. His contract turned from an albatross to team friendly in 30 games. I think that the real test for Randall is going to be when he has to play second fiddle. Because it's clear that when a team is structured around him as the focus and him as the primary, he can at least lead a 500 level team. Does he have that clutch gene? I'm not convinced. This one three tonight on a career night doesn't sell me. I'm afraid what we're looking at is something similar to what we looked at when we saw Kimball Walker in Charlotte. He was the number one option. He was a good number one option to get you into 500, right? You see him on the Boston Celtics now having to play second, third, fourth fiddle doesn't really fit well. So I see the parallel there and I'm a little cautious. Well, one thing's clear. Tom Thibodeau listens to this show and finally put in the death lineup we've been begging for yeah, since okay. Derrick Rose became a Nick. So Tibbs, keep listening, man. We got that heat. We got these W's for you. Yeah, we got your whole game plan, bro. Whole playbook right here on Nick's beat. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for Trey Young. Boy, you ugly. You got a unibrow, bro. Get that lined up. Speaking of lined up, what the fuck is going on with your hair, bro? Looks like you got half bedhead, half electrocuted. I don't know, bro. Looks like there should be product or something in it, right? Like, what's going on? You look like a beauty school dropouts wig. Like, she's like, I was gonna permit, but I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna do nails instead. Is he balding? Is he wavy? Does he use a comb? Does he use a brush? The answer to that, the world will never know. Trey's hair is like his game. Looks good from afar, is bouncy, and it's indefensible. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait and never forget the Knicks have won one playoff series since 2000.